0: Hey everyone, it's the Vera podcast. What is this, the second episode of the day? Shit. Welcome to the second episode of the day, you guys. It's really late at night, early morning. We went downtown again. Again. Um, I talk about charity in the third segment. It's not the most exciting episode. It's really not. Um, but it was still a fun night, and I think if anything, you don't even really have to listen to the third segment or the first second, but you definitely don't even have to listen to this entire episode just knowing that grab it a couple extra bucks next time when you can. One dollar bills, grab a couple extra, keep them in your car, grab some extra quarters, keep them in your car or keep them on you. Next time you see someone with a cardboard sign or if someone asks you for spare change or a couple bucks, give it to them. Yeah, just enthusiastically give it to them. segment called time flies well time flies if you ever heard of it that's what we're going to talk about tonight we're going to talk about our little extravagant little excursion downtown and the cool people that we ran into um the new people that we met and just all the excitement in between thanks for tuning into the bling vr podcast all right so tomorrow we did not ask for help today, no. Tomorrow, we are planning on asking for help from everybody. I'm talking to gonna, We're going to craft a text. We're going to craft... Oh, shit, I can't text anybody. Fuck. All right. Well, I'm going to craft a text anyway. And I'm going to try to get my phone turned on so I can text everybody. Oh, man, I always just forget about it. I'm just happy that it's all guess. But this has got to, this has to come to an end, and and I'm just gonna instead of like focusing on one person and thinking to myself, hmm, I hope they respond. I'm just gonna just everybody. It'll be like Bedford Falls, and it's a wonderful life. Everyone's gonna line up and be like, oh, playing, yeah, playing, yeah, yeah, playing, playing. Yeah. Now tomorrow, I need to get it turned on. It needs to be a priority tomorrow. Um, tonight, though, I'll talk about tonight first, and I could probably... No, no, let me talk about the text first. I'll talk about the text first. The mass text tomorrow, asking for help. So I have <clears throat> some childhood friends, parents, who I am not that... is not as close as I should be. I'm close enough to them, I think. Um, Yeah, I'm definitely comfortable being around their family and, like, blending in. And everyone there knows me and their family. So, I just never really asked them for help. I I think... Hmm. No, I think they've always been there, available. And I just never considered, like, whether or not... I don't know. I just never been in a situation before to where I needed to ask for help. So not like this, not like this, no. So aside from me like running away from my problems and avoiding things every single day like I have been for the past however like, you know, month, um, hoping for something to change, hoping for just like, oh eBay fucking came to their senses, give me my money. But they didn't, so and they're not going to they're going freaking bankrupt. EBay's gonna if you're still using eBay, stop using eBay, it's not safe, it's an unsafe marketplace. eBay the unsafe marketplace. I need to ask for help though, and it needs to be tomorrow, and I need to get my phone turned on. So today I woke up kind of, kind of in a panic, kind of in like the gloomy sort of fucking day with me being alive. Oh great, the sun's out again. Fantastic. I fall asleep again. I woke up in my bed. I can't um, get traction. I can't get ahead in this rut that I'm in. I can't I'm going backwards I'm looking at freaking tents and property along the side of the freaking river behind the fair park oh you think I'm exaggerating? you think I'm just trying to be funny? I'm meeting people downtown on the west side I'm introducing myself I'm networking tonight I walked I don't even know where I walked but I don't even know Um, it was behind the fair grounds, and it was behind the Days of 47 Stadium. It's a really, a really pretty walk. It's a really beautiful walk, to be honest. Um, I was kind of, once again, kind of like mesmerized by it. like what am I doing out there again like what am I doing out there uh, tonight I gave someone a leather jacket they asked me if I had a blanket in my car and I was like I don't know if I do I'm gonna go look and I was like oh here's a freaking leather jacket here you go I was like I don't know what's in the pockets but if you find anything it's yours and he's like oh well you can come back and get it later if you want I was like nah I was like it's all yours <clears throat> of course I went back later not to get the jacket but just to see if like I don't know like a get a little freebie from somebody for giving my jacket away and they were not there anymore it's funny downtown everyone always says uh oh they'll be right back oh that oh yeah they'll be right back oh just for a second i oh, was just they're on the way right now I don't know, man. but time flies where time flies thanks for tuning in again to the, the special late night believe Vera podcast Lately we've been trying to tackle some hard-hitting issues and we've been trying to uh, jump feet first into the downtown drug scene, the downtown Salt Lake City drug scene, the homeless drug scene out there. And why? Well, I'm just gonna fucking make sure that we're taken care of when we get kicked out of here, I guess. <clears throat> no, I've never had to worry about that before in my life, but I guess it's a problem now. Yeah, I guess I've, I've let my life de- derail completely. No, I didn't ask for help in time is what I did. And tomorrow I need to get my phone turned on and I need to get that straightened out. And then once I get my phone turned on, I need to just text everyone I know and say, hey, I, I mean, I, I need some help, I need some cash cash at me some money, please. Um, that's the best I can do. It's gotta be tomorrow, I've gotta figure it out tomorrow. My phone turned on tomorrow. Um, it's hard though, it, I'm struggling with all of this. It's difficult for me, because I don't, I shouldn't have been here, it shouldn't have been like this. I was about to take off, man. And just kiss this kind of life goodbye dude like honestly this was not going to be an issue anymore it wasn't um but now it is again it's, it's hard to believe man it's hard to believe like it's just hard to believe man like having it all and having nothing and like yeah, it's stupid of me, yeah, it's my fault. Yeah, was dumb. Grab a beer. I thought I bought a those Snickers, but I guess not. And yeah, it was my fault for allowing all this to happen the way it did. I don't know, I don't know what to freaking do. I don't know what to do. Anyway, tomorrow I got to work on some getting some cash and I have to just kind of stop at nothing and just keep uh, asking everyone and just kind of like swallow my, swallow my pride, I guess, like whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I guess it's just me not wanting to interfere and it's just too late now. It's like you you have it. It's do or die time. You have to get some money and <laughs> there's That's it. Like you just have to get some money. There's nothing you can do about it. There's no more waiting. There's no hoping. There's no anything. You have to get money soon or like now. I get money a month ago. Mm. Cold filtered. Cold lagered. Cold packaged. Coors Light. When the mountains turn blue, it's as cold as the Rockies. Anyway, uh, sidetrack. Asha noodles will change the way you. <clears throat> Asha noodles will change the way you think about ramen noodles forever. Asha noodles are healthy, delicious, and convenient, using only the highest quality ingredients. Asha uses a non-deep fried method with no added chemistry or preservatives, creating a healthier and better tasting ramen noodle. Taste the Asha noodles. The original operator. I don't Taiwan. Mm, should I cook this right now? We've had, <clears throat> we've had some problems with Taiwanese noodles in the past. Let me tell you. Uh, <clears throat> let me tell you in the second segment. Bling Vera podcast. This is the second segment. Thanks again. Um, we're talking about Taiwanese noodles. but We're also going to talk about asking for help again. In the third segment, we're going to talk about our night tonight. So that's kind of the, the housekeeping. That's the agenda for tonight. <clears throat> so now we're still in the second segment. We're going to talk about these Taiwanese noodles. We, we, had some, we had some difficulties digesting them last time. But yeah, asking for help is not easy and it's not something that I am good at or... I don't know, man. I didn't realize how much of a problem it really was. And like, I have to get some money tomorrow. Like, there's, there's nothing I can do about it. If that means selling the guitars and that's what, selling the computers and that's what I have to do. I don't want to. I keep thinking, like, I don't know, like,
1: maybe there's a friend, or maybe there's a, it's like, no, dude, there's not, like, you're out of time, it's over, like,
0: you're out of time, dude, so, I was out of time last week, and, yeah, here I am, still, just dicking around, gosh, dang it, man, those noodles do kind of sound good, though, Last time we had Taiwanese noodles though, they're a different kind, they were a different kind. They're not this brand specific- specifically, but last time we had Taiwanese noodles, we regretted it like for two days, or at least a day and a half. I'm willing to give it another chance, so. I'm willing to give it another try. All right. Y'all actually probably head down to the guitar store tomorrow and try to monitor, get rid of that amp. Are you trying to get rid of that guitar? I don't know, man. Do something that's got to be tomorrow. I'm gonna do it like $4,000 tomorrow. Good lord. Yeah, we'll make some Taiwan- we'll make some Taiwanese noodles. And Taiwanese noodles coming right up. <clears throat> what's cool is that- what's cool is that you guys were here when I started cooking them so that tomorrow I can- I can say whether it was not as good a good or bad idea. Ooh, smoking hot. It just got smoky in here. We're cooking this Taiwanese. <clears throat> Come on, you guys. Well, I definitely want to get into three segments. I definitely want to publish it tonight and I I definitely want to go out and listen to it um tonight. But I just don't know if we're going to. I think the noodles are done actually. That that quick. We have to strain them. While wow, we're actually straining without a strainer successfully. Well done. And now let's add the sauce packets. This looks and smells so good, but before we eat it, we need to add a little bit of milk, I think a little splash of milk. Oh, with some ketchup, actually need. With some missing. Did somebody say ramen noodles with ketchup? Now these are Taiwanese, these are Taiwanese ramen noodles. Yeah, I just don't know if we're gonna be mindful tonight. I just don't know. Um, I, 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 feel, I feel okay cooking these noodles right now. That's yeah, a little like, bouncy thing on here. I feel okay cooking these noodle- noodles right now. And I'm going to eat most of them tonight. Um, if I don't pass out first. We have an open beer over there. And I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about my experience tonight. While those noodles are still cooking, I don't think we're going to be mindful. I think it'll, it'll be more... Um, Uh, beneficial for us to stay in tonight. But we'll see. We'll see where the night brings us. Now, let's talk about it. Let's talk about asking for help and my problems with asking for help. Why is it so hard for me to ask for help? Uh, A lot of you are asking. And I'm asking myself the same freaking question over and over, to be honest. Uh... I think it's because a big part of it, the biggest part of it, has to be the fact that like, I don't know, I was on Easy Street for a minute there, and I was poised to take off there. Um, damn it, this podcast, man. I'm going to keep it going. I have to keep it going. We made two episodes tonight already, and I've gone, and I'm like, no, it's not doing it. I don't want do it. It doesn't sound good. I don't like it. I'm always saying um too much. There's too many disfluencies. Let's not do it tonight. we will be mindfulness in this next one. I don't want to do it. Erase it. Man, it, it, it's hard to do, man. But it's like I've been through so much and I've I've overcome so much. And then it's like and then I finally make it, right? Like, I don't have to worry about money anymore, pretty much. I slip up a little bit and it's like, damn it, it's just gone. And it's like, in my head, it's like, no, nah, you can get it back, don't worry, just keep waiting, you'll get it back. And it's like, when are you gonna get it back? Where are you gonna get it back from? Who's gonna give it to you? Or wh- how are you gonna get it back? What are you waiting for? You can't get, don't, you have to ask for help, man. Like, this is it and i can't i don't know why (laughs) it sucks dude it sucks it's not fair it's yeah it's not right it's not it's not fair it's not easy but tomorrow um yeah i have to just get my phone up and running somehow however that if that means going to the freaking guitar store and just saying, hey, here's my amp. You guys give me $400 for it. Here's my phone bill. Okay, great. I'll go sell something else. Here's a freaking computer. A nice one. Yeah, Oh, yeah, it's like $3,000, but uh, here, you can have it for 1500 Like, it's gonna suck, dude. But I have to do it. I have to do it. Um, if I get that money in July, fantastic, from eBay that they stole from me. Ebay the Unsafe Marketplace. Like, great. But it's gone and I don't have it and I'm not gonna get it. So like how do I pick up the pieces from here if I'm not willing to ask for help? And what's up with me like like putting my testing the waters with like going downtown and meeting people and you know, running running around with that crowd and that scene and and, like, all enthusiastic about it. You know, I'm over here, like, oh, yeah, I gave my leather, a leather jacket to someone tonight, and, you know, that's a good thing, that's a good deed. And, like, absolutely, it totally was. And, like, I felt, it felt really good to be generous like that and, and to donate, like, a nice freaking leather jacket, but, like, what am I doing? What am I trying to do out there? If I can't even take care of myself here uh, in the studio, what am I doing downtown trying to like give up, take care of other people? Here's a here's a leather jacket, we're like, running around behind the uh, stadium over at the fairgrounds. Like, what am I doing? And I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I'm trying to familiarize myself with that scene, and I'm trying to get connected with that scene i'm trying to network with that scene why contingency plans um worst case scenarios but it's like am i inviting this am am i wanting to become homeless am i like abandoning this uh let's see here um there's certain things that you have to talk about kind of lightly uh you can't really say anymore um, or like associate with, or affiliate with, or like mention in praise. But all right, here we go, third segment. All right, here we go, the third segment. I think the truth is, is I'm probably trying to invite it. I'm trying to familiarize myself with these people and this network and whatever, because I'm trying to prepare myself for like the worst, like the worst, the worst case scenario. And that is like someone's knocking on my door tomorrow morning saying, hey, you got to get out of here. And it's like, okay, cool. Let's go. Um, that's the worst case scenario. And so I'm trying to go out there. I'm trying to avoid being home. And I'm trying to go out into downtown and, and meet people. And not not like downtown, downtown, or alleyways and stuff. It's just right on, uh, I guess, the outskirts of downtown where the real homeless people live I don't know it's it it's uh it's hard it's hard to explain it's hard to describe but I'll describe it to you and it goes like this there's people along the river in tents and it's a little bit more on the west side uh the view is gorgeous it, the view from the river the down the Salt lake city skyline and The capitol building and everything, just even the reflection of the moon off the river. Um, It's beautiful. There's some bridges out there when you're crossing over into the fairgrounds. It's breathtaking. It's beautiful. Uh, It's a cold windy night tonight and some of the tents I was by were like catching some of those drafts as if they were like sails or like hot air balloons almost. I, I talked to one of the people in, in one of the tents tonight and I was kinda complimenting them, I guess, where they're where where they're at and he's like, Oh, thanks, thanks. And I guess we got to talking a little bit later on tonight and he goes, Look, I don't know how spiritually in tune you are He's like, But there's a lot of bad vibes here. He's like, Yeah, it's a pretty place and everything But I can't wait to leave here and go somewhere else And I was like, Shit I was like, Oh, I thought it was a pretty place. I thought it was cool. And I asked him about fishing. I said, is there any fish in this freaking river? And he's like, not anything you want to eat. It's a bunch of carp and catfish and was like, yeah, it's going to be funny, kind of fun to catch. You know, <laughs> I'm probably going to bring my pole, my poles in my car. I probably could have brought it tonight, but uh, it wasn't light enough. So I'm going to try and bring my pole out there tomorrow um, or whenever I go back up over the weekend. Tomorrow I gotta get my freaking phone turned back on. It, is it like Dances with Wolves, Fish Out of Water story? Dances with Wolves, he's trying to interact with this whole different tribe of people. Uh, yeah, yeah it is. It's like Dances with Wolves. I mean, I don't know, I can't explain it. I, I can't, I, I don't know why I'm so drawn to it right now. Um it might be the warmer weather, it could be the full moon, it could be everything. But I think it does all revolve around the fact that I might be homeless here pretty soon and like I need to figure it out quick. And everyone's probably saying the same thing. Like, why don't you do something? Why don't you go get a job? Why don't you? I quit, man. I fucking quit. I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of trying to impress people. I'm sick of like the pulling the plug at the last minute. I'm sick of doing 75% of the work and then just getting the last 25% just fucking kicked by somebody else. I don't want to get a job and I just don't. The last two jobs I had were total fucking nightmares. Straight, like just straight up nightmares. Not worth the time. Couldn't pay me enough for the last job I had that's for sure and they certainly weren't paying me even close to enough it was terror it was traumatizing and it's like if 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 i have to go through that you know my career and like there's no fucking way I'll, I'll, i'll do that as a career ever man it just shit i would not ever do ever Like, I don't know, this whole fucking company is, like acting like it's totally cool and normal. I don't know, man. Like, co- like, company culture and shit. Like Like, I can't do it. I can't. I can't do it. I can't bring myself to be one of those people. We're going to try these noodles now. Hang on. They're good. I'm not going to add any more ketchup. I think we are going to try and be mindful tonight. And I think a lot of the reason why tonight is because I'm not seizing the moment enough and I'm not living in the moment enough. And if everything is a lie anyways, and if it's all for nothing, and if I quit anyways, then let's just go out with a bang tonight. Like, let's stay up all night. Let's go outside. Let's go be mindful. Like, really. Like... I'm gonna live each night like it's my last. Or I'm gonna leave, live each day like it's my last. Like, at least try to, to some degree. Because if it's like, if I have. If you earn accolades in life, like they're supposed to help you. If you go to school and, and get a degree with high honors, it's supposed to be good. <laughs> that, that's supposed to help you. Um. be distinguished and unique from the rest of the pack the rest of the group like oh look this person like excelled and did extra or or was better than most people as far as this one category goes but in the end it doesn't matter what accolades you get or what sort of achievements you have it doesn't matter if someone wants to take them away from you they can't and they will so that's where it comes back to me like so what's the fucking point then you know? Not, what's the point to life, or, like... It, it. It's, what's the point of trying to make it in this fucking rat race? You've got a handful of people up at the top, and everyone else is scratching and clawing their way up there, and they're kicking you off. At any expense. No matter what achievements and accolades that you have. It's done. You're done. <clears throat> it's not worth it. So, for me, now, it's like... Uh, constantly disappointed and, and constantly let down and just constantly fucking disappointed, like day after fucking bloodsucking day. It's just disappointment one after the next. And if it's <clears throat> if it's something I'm capable of overcoming, or if it's something I'm capable of like intervening and saying, "Hey, no, I earned that. I deserve this. And I put the time in. Like I'll I'll try and do it." absolutely but if I'm putting the time in and I'm doing everything and I'm still at the finish line I'm still getting like oh you didn't do it all the way someone didn't submit it a fucking supervisor didn't do it's like come on I, I can't like I can't fucking do this I can't, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump through these hoops like this shit anymore. I'm not going to. <clears throat> I'll go live by the fucking river. Fuck this shit, you know? I'm I'm totally serious. Dead serious. <clears throat> Cause I've put in so much fucking effort, man. <clears throat> I know what I'm capable of doing I know what I can accomplish I'm not worried about it When it happens, it happens Fucking great If it happens when I'm living on the side of a river, fine If it happens right tomorrow, fine It's gonna happen I know I'm capable But I don't want to fucking deal with the headache Of the, the bourgeoisie And trying to like be a part of it when every time at the fucking finish line, I'm kicked like some, I don't know, someone like eBay or just some fucking idiot they're fucking billable hours. Crazy woman and her lawyer. There's just always someone there. There's always something in the way. There's always a hurdle. Right at the fucking very end for me every time. I fucking quit. I quit. People are fake and they're full of lies. The world is full of lies. Until you find someone you can actually really trust and like, whatever, then until then, yeah, you're you're on your own, flat out. And if you can't make it, then that, I don't know, man. I can't make it. I did make it for a while. I've I've made it before, but like, I'm not gonna fucking do this shit anymore. Not like this. Like I've been doing this for too long. I'm too old. I don't want to fucking do it anymore. And no, this isn't something like I'm saying goodbye. I'm giving up. Like, I'm gonna jump into the river right now. No, that's not what's gonna happen. I'm I'm just saying, like, the effort. I'm done. (laughs) I'm not doing it anymore. As far as my life goes and staying alive, yeah, totally. I'll try my best to stay alive and, you know, make the most of it. Like I'm talking about tonight. <clears throat> uh in this third segment of the podcast that I'm a host of. It's my own show. It's Bling VR podcast. I can't I can't quit. I can't give up for, you know, the big sleep. No, I can't I can't do the big sleep because I have a podcast. I have my fans. My UK my UK base is so big. Like I if I let them down, shit. Did somebody say the Bling VR podcast? Well done. Did somebody say that their favorite podcast was the Bling Vieira podcast? Yes, well done, sir. Oh, yes, quite, sir. Well done, sir, indeed. Part of me wants to not go be mindful. Part of me wants to be mindful. But we are going to be mindful because we have to listen to this episode. Unfortunately, yeah, we have to... We have to subject ourselves to the pain that... (laughs) that this podcast is because our uk audience we can't we can't go to the big sleep we can't give up we can't call it quits we got to keep going we got to ask for help tomorrow we have to ask for help tomorrow we'll see if i can pull it off but i i do have a childhood friend um Whose parents and family I was very close to, and I I, I had considered them here and there, but I had um, not. Also, I guess I've forgotten about it. Uh, it I remember mentioning mentioning my boss before, but I was I was thinking about that and I was just like, nah, I don't want to ask them, I don't want to talk to them. So, if push comes to shove, dude, I'll do whatever I have to. I'll do whatever I exploit myself sexually, fine. I have my girlish figure, I can trust me, I have nice looking nice long legs. Smoking hot legs. Babe, your freaking legs are smoking hot, babe. I'll fucking turn smoke. It's a new voice I'm working on, it's called the creep or it's either the the creep or the perv. It's like it's a mumbly lower register it's a mumbly lower register voice and he he basically repeats everything that you say, except he'll say like, I would, and then repeat everything you say. Okay, 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 to clarify, it's not repeat everywhere. okay, hang on. <clears throat> it's a creep, it, it's a perv. We have a little mission here. I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, okay, Hot Chick Shit says she is hungry. She's hungry, okay? And uh, It's like almost lunchtime, it's almost noon. She goes, Damn, I can't wait. I'm, I can't wait for lunch. I'm so hungry. I can't wait for noon. I'm so hungry. I can't wait for my freaking lunch break. I'm going to eat a big fat sandwich. I'm so hungry right now. I can't wait. The perv will then say, <laughs> the creep perv, it's a new voice. <clears throat> so keep an open mind. Oh, yeah, you're hungry. I'm hungry too. I look good. You look good enough to eat. I look On your lunch break, maybe I could go take a break with you and you look good enough to eat, babe. <laughs> it's creeped <laughs> it's creeped out, right? Yeah. I could ta- I could even take it up a notch.
1: <clears throat>
0: okay, remember, hot chick is a coworker. Can't wait for a lunch break because she's starving. Creep, go. Oh, you're starving. I'm hungry too. I can't wait for your lunch break because I'd love to see how, get, see how much you can eat stuff with a fucking sandwich in your face. Stuff, that freaking sandwich in your face. Questions from the back. <clears throat> Wasn't I going to tell us about earlier tonight? <clears throat> yes, I was, the third segment. That's where we're at. Yes, correct. Don't worry, it's still coming. Next question. Why am I trying to be a creep? I don't have to try very next question what are the what other voices am I working on well the the creep curve is a little risque, and so I can't really push that one very often or it's still pretty new as well
1: <clears throat>
0: the The kid voice the creeped out kid voice though however is the u k is loving it. Uh, American, red-blooded Americans, and it's not hitting home as much, but they're, it's a pretty big hit, too, at home and abroad. And really all it is is it's just the Danish accent, and I still don't know the difference between Dutch, Danish, and Denmark. Next question. Can I do the accent right now? Yeah. <clears> oh, <throat> well, hey, baby, I really love to see when you go to one at lunch break, too, because I could probably go see you each other. Sandwich too. You look so good. Good enough to eat. Wow. I wouldn't mind being on your lunch break with you because I could watch you stuff a whole sandwich in your face. Next question. How much am I going to ask my childhood friends' parents for? How much money? I mean, honestly, I was doing it uh, the math in my head. It's a good question though. And it It's probably around like to get caught up from April and May, and then with that uh and then car payment, yeah, it's about four thousand dollars dude it's about thirty seven to four, 37 to four four thousand to get all the way caught up on everything and like like back in the saddle, <clears throat> four thousand yeah, which like again. That's a lot of money, sure, but it's not to, I don't know. And that's part of why I'm so freaking, like, disconnected from everything, too, is because I, I I look at, at, like, the number that would be able to get me out of this, and it's like, man, I used to just, like, <laughs> it's just, uh... What, what would a good analogy be to that, when you used to have something all the time uh no problem and then you run into it later on it's like a huge hurdle it's like man i just that used to not be very much you know, i could take care of that in a day and i don't know it of course it's gonna mess with your head of course it's gonna fuck you up like if you if you Yeah, like fifteen hundred dollars. It's just like ruined. Like yeah, fifteen hundred dollars caused about four thousand dollars worth of damage. Like just face value, flat out. Yeah, that's it. But when you look at all the like missed opportunities and like potential, like yeah, it's like a lot more than four thousand, fifteen hundred. So to answer your question, good question. Um, I need about thirty seven hundred dollars to get totally back to normal um, if I had five if shit if I had somewhere between seventy five and eight <clears throat> um i would probably be fine yeah I'd probably live happily ever after i'd i'd uh, yeah that wouldn't be bad if I had eight thousand dollars, four of it would just go gone, and I'd have four thousand left over sure, I could definitely do something with that, totally, and, yeah, it just sucks, man, because I don't want to say, like, "Oh, well, I made that much in a day before, I made that, geez, because it doesn't seem like, oh, why don't you do it again, you know, it's like, well, it's a lot of good that did you, Anyway, let's talk about my night tonight, you want to? Thanks for the questions from the back. Good questions. I'm gonna ask my friend for about my friend's parents for about four thousand dollars if I can. Uh I'm gonna keep it like uh open, you know. They can they can give me fifty dollars, they can give me five thousand, I don't know. But uh they're wealthy and they have a house that's kind of like Spanish style, uh, Italian even, French. It's definitely a European style house. It's in Arizona, they have a big pool. Um, Upstairs and a downstairs. Yeah, in Arizona, there's a basement and a upper floor. Um, Yeah, I'm really close to that family and I should be closer. Uh, They're good people. It's getting kind of early in the a.m so yeah let's talk about my night tonight um, I gave someone a leather jacket I felt really good about it um, met another person from California and we went on like a little yeah, little walk like, excursion behind the fairgrounds fair park and that was fun um, <laughs> there's a little bit of a misunderstanding as far as like I don't know, like where are we going? And like, no, this isn't what I was trying to do. But he was cool and uh, really apologetic toward like like I'd be pissed if I was you. And this <laughs> uh, it was just a different night. So it was cool. Um, it, it's it's a small world that we live in, and, and it just again yesterday, like we all just deserve respect. He was from California, he had long hair, he had um gauges in his ears, and um his septum pierced, his nose pierced in the middle um he was really like blatant about being an addict and being homeless. He, he wasn't trying to sugarcoat anything. And it, it's funny that the, there's been two people in, in two nights who I've talked to um, and both uh, surrounding different substances that they're addicted, both of them are addicted to. Um, last night, I mentioned something about, we're just kind of talking briefly, briefly about this uh, addiction and causes for addiction and and why people use certain substances or why people use it all. And I told him like, well, in my opinion and and sort of like from what I've uh, experienced, from the people that I've run into are there's like an emotional fracture. There's an emotional like there's a a severance. Something was severed emotionally. There was something so extremely painful uh, emotionally that that, uh, the victim couldn't handle it all the way. They couldn't handle it. And so they they turned toward drugs. They turned toward, uh, yeah, substance abuse. They needed something um, to numb the pain, something to escape from just those deep emotional scars that are there, and that, that emotional fracturing. And so I gave him a couple examples. I was like, it could be addiction, or not addiction, it could be divorce, it, it could be, like, um, kids, you know, child custody, um, or even, like, childbirth complications, uh, loss of a friend, loss of, a sibling, you know, loved one, or there's just something, like, emotionally scarring, emotionally damaging that, you know, they have to turn to drugs. And he's just kind of like smiling at me, like letting me talk and talk and talk, and he, he goes, he goes, yeah, yeah, that's, those are good points. Maybe just, maybe some people just like to party. Like, I have to come up with this whole long explanation of fracturing emotions and deep scarring and, you know, child custody and divorce and people and their issues and they can't handle it so they're turning into the substance. Like, that's my whole explanation and understanding of it. And his answer, his explanation, and his understanding is like some people are just like the fucking party man. And it's like, okay, okay, maybe. Like, I never, I didn't really consider it like that, but I think you have a point. Um, and then tonight kind of the same conversation kinda and it's more out of like my own curiosity that I bring up like well why what do you think you do why do you think you choose to do that? Do do? I subtly ask him a question right about it and he is the same way and it, I, he brought it up kind of faster than I did and um about homelessness and, and being uh, addicted or uh, a junkie an addict and he just flat out said, "Like, yeah, I'm homeless because I'm a drug addict." And he's like, "I'm addicted. I don't. He, I don't have a job. Uh, I, I don't have any money because I'm a drug addict." And he goes, "I'm an addict," which is like exactly what some people just like to party. And like, he wasn't trying to say my dad and my mom kicked me out. We we're from California. I'd say the the guy yesterday too is much older than you yeah, I was uh, hanging out with earlier today, but they both had the same, like, just like, some people just like the fucking party, dude. And that's cool, your explanation on emotional f- fracturing and scarring and, and all that shit. Uh, some people just like the fucking party, dude. Which is, it's, that's true. That's very true. Um, I, I still am a firm believer that there's some sort of some some sort of emotional damage that really uh, precipitates and leads toward uh, an individual becoming addicted to substances due to the fact that they are not capable of handling or absorbing, managing, uh, regulating these types of emotions that are connected to deep losses or deep hurt betrayal whatever loss lots of hurt M- broken hearts I, I i don't think that there's 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 no reason someone just loves to loves getting high so much loves parting so much that they just they're giving up it giving up everything just to get high I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Even though last night there was two, last night there was a guy that said, or some people just like to party. And then tonight, same, uh, different dude, but same same thing. It's like, he's like, I'm an addict. I don't work because I like to get high. I'm an addict. I don't work, I don't have a job, I'm an addict. I don't have a home, I'm an addict. Just stressing the fact that he's like, I don't know if it's a badge of honor or what. But he's not participating in the rest of society's issues because he's an addict and he's like sure of it why is he an addict though that's where that's where those emotional scars come in but to be fair the genetic predisposition um aspect of things does kind of create a little bit of a gray area there with when it comes to like some people just like to party because Really, maybe that's what it is. Some people just like the party, and they can't control it. They literally, they just love partying so much they can't control it, like party animals. I'm, hey, whatever. I, I, I don't know if there's a, a real way to prove what causes addiction and what, you know, the the motivation is to get seek out substances and become homeless and whatever. I, I don't think there's a way to prove it. But I think the main difference tonight was interacting with someone who's not a leader and someone who's not trying to be a leader, someone who's not trying to be commanding like to do anything really in their life. They're, they're accepting their fate as an addict early on and they're participating in being an addict early on and, and embracing being homeless, embracing being an addict telling the world about it and being content with it. And meanwhile, they're, they're living by this like picturesque, like river bend. They're just living like literally right on the river. Um, you walk out of the tent, you go about 10 steps and you're at the river. <clears throat> I did not go inside of the tent myself. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if I ever will, but uh, I, I, yeah, I was telling them like, well, this is a beautiful spot. Hey, you guys, is a be- beautiful piece of property, you guys. Only to have the tune like, I don't know how spiritually in tune you are, but this place has got some bad, like, I can't wait to get out of here. Like, it's pretty and all, but uh, I can't wait to get out of this bad spot. I was like, dude, I thought it was good vibe actually myself. I'm starting to wonder like how spiritually in tune am I? Maybe I'm not very, maybe, man. Um, I wish I would have taken more pictures, but I didn't want to like, I don't know, slow us down when we're walking behind the stadium at the fairgrounds, but with the light and the full moon, and uh, the wind I should have taken pictures I should have had it as like the cover art of this episode because um, I've never been back there before I've never I, I. the only time I've ever been over there to where I was tonight um, was years ago it was probably back in it was 12 years ago a decade ago uh, my brother and I were—I don't—I think fishing. I think we were trying to fish out there by the fairgrounds for some reason. We had met over there, um,
1: and, it,
0: it man, I, I, I almost get like emotional sometimes, over overwhelmed with emotion, um, because it seems like it was just a few years ago, and like oh, well, more than a decade ago. But the last time I was over there was then, and uh, I was throwing pieces of bread into the air for the seagulls, and they were catching it. These freaking birds were catching these slices of bread midair and flying off, and we're all laughing and having a good time, but I think we're trying to fish along there, and it's kind of crazy crossing over that same bridge and seeing the same river and the same fairground, same lights, and probably same uh, species of bird, maybe not the same birds, but same species Just a decade later and just admiring how beautiful it is that side of the city is at night and how quiet and calm and just, you know, at the same time, it's totally trashed though, right? Like, it's totally freaking trashed. Not, uh, I did not run into leader tonight. Though I was kind of hanging out with the, I guess the foot soldiers or whatever. But it's still so much fun. And it's still, I, I learned a couple code words tonight. I'm not gonna tell you, but I learned a couple code words that, <clears throat> that you're supposed to yell out if you see the police. Straight up, he straight up told me, he's like, this is what you say when you see police. <laughs> this is what it means. And I was like, oh damn, cool, okay. I'll say that next time, yeah. So I saw some policemen. I was walking up to the tent. Now I may, I may not be a snitch in the traditional sense where I'm snitching out one individual and another individual, you know, just going around snitching away individuals. And you know, I'm not that type of snitch. If I see police though, I, I will snitch them out for sure. I'll snitch on police. I was like, I seen two cop cars over there. They're parked like they're both talking to each other there's another cop over there talking to some guy on a bike right around the corner (laughs) like uh, yeah i'll snitch out some police luckily there were no runs with the police though tonight um i guess we'll wrap it up here it's kind of a longer third segment and kind of calm things down a little bit we are going to go out and be mindful and listen to this episode but really thanks so much for listening you guys and participating in this podcast um I know lately it's been all over the place, and I know it's probably not the, it's really not premium quality content, the premium quality content that uh, you're used to here in the, at the Bling Bear podcast, but uh, it's been really interesting the past month, how the podcast has just changed from sort of happy-go-lucky, uh, like shoot first, ask questions later, but everything's still fine. You know, walk off home runs and grand slams, like just living life. Still problems and complications, and it's not perfect. But after April 16th, man, my life is <clears throat> Yeah, it's not, The all the effort is, it's, it's not all it's cracked up to be. And that was a wake up call for me. It's certainly eye opening for me. Like. The validity i guess of everything that you worked, your accomplishments in life like you, you think they might i don't know get you out of trouble or get you i don't know ahead in life and it just doesn't make a difference at all uh, if somebody wants to do something if someone wants to make your life miserable and get in your way create hurdles speed bumps slow you down keep don't want to see you succeed they'll do it. And they they can do it if they know the right people. If they have the right resources, they can absolutely do it. And it doesn't matter what your credit score is or your criminal history, background check, or career. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. Yeah, you can be totally innocent. <clears throat> totally innocent. Chateau Dif. When he... When the Count of Monte Cristo gets to Chateau d'If, Edmond Dantes, he's like, I'm innocent. The prison superintendent, the curator of the Chateau d'If is like, yeah, I know you're innocent. Like, why the fuck, why why else would you be here? Chateau d'If, my friend, this is the place for all innocent criminals. Like, this is, that's why you're here, dude. Fernand wanted Mercedes. Edmund was with Mercedes. In fact, she was pregnant with Edmund's child. Spoiler alert. And Fernand wanted Mercedes to himself. And how is he supposed to get her to himself? Edmund Dantes is a poor boy. He's not, doesn't come from the same background. He's not supposed to have pretty a prettier wife than Fernand. His Privileged background, swordsmanship. Excellent swordsman. Well, Fernand didn't want to see Edmund succeed and he made sure that he didn't. Edmund stuck in Chateau d'If. I mean, that's honestly why I'm exploring these different <sighs> approaches to life, these different lifestyles, because it doesn't matter if I'm successful or not. Like, if someone would be, the swing if someone wants to ruin me they can ruin me period if I don't have a criminal history they'll make one up and they'll just give me one and I can go and try and prove it and have it to get dismissed and all this other shit but the damage will get done along the way that's how it works man anyway it wasn't the most exciting night it wasn't like last night um but still fun and still uh, enjoyable, memorable. I gave a leather jacket away, and if anything, really, if anything, that leather jacket going to someone who's like, "Do you have a blanket in your freaking car, man?" Like someone who's cold. Like <clears throat> it doesn't matter what I, I I did after that or what I'm doing now or it, it doesn't matter. I was able to help someone tonight who needed it, and even if it was just a gesture of giving you a jacket. Keep it, whatever. Go through the pockets. I don't know if there's anything in it. Like, nice clean jacket, you know, a clean, warm jacket. Sty- stylish too. Stylish. Other jackets. Yeah. Like my goal needs to be helping people. Um, I need to be the um, more uh, just aware and capable of helping people, even if that means. Carrying an extra couple $1 bills on me. Just one or two? Here's an extra dollar. There you go. You know, good luck. Yeah, yeah. do you have any spare change? Sure. Yeah, here's an extra dollar. So uh, it feels good to give, and it feels good to help people. And tonight, when I gave that jacket to somebody, I'll never forget it, but it's like, it felt so good to do it. And to not think twice, no, I like this jacket, it's a good jacket. It's a good leather jacket, I don't know, they don't deserve this jacket or It's expensive jacket. That's, I didn't even think twice, like, here you go, just freaking jacket clean. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a clean leather jacket. Give it to them. And I was going to go through the pockets and stuff, I was like, dude, there's nothing in the pockets. <clears throat> there's just nothing in the, like... It just felt good it felt good to give it to somebody and to see like a smile on his face and he's a bum a beard and everything full-on bum dark clothes Uh, but yeah still got a smile on his face still talking to him still trying to help Yeah, it's a good feeling and just next time you see someone with a cardboard sign, give them a dollar, give them some 50 cents, or give them whatever you can, I'm serious, and keep a couple extra dollars in your car, a couple one dollar bills, or just some extra quarters so that you can help somebody out when when you can, when you see him. Like, get extra money to keep in your car, specifically to give to people, to give away to, for, uh, for charity. And it's not the Red Cross, it's not text this and hurricane victims this and charity that, like it's real, like individual, person to person charity. And you'll, you'll get such a rewarding feeling, and it's a feeling that it's, it's priceless. And you'll get way more out of giving someone $2. You'll, you can't buy it. You can't buy a feeling like that. What it feels like to give, to just to be charitable and generous and give it to people who need it. It's such a wonderful feeling, man. And tonight, that's what kicked it off was giving away that leather jacket because someone was cold and needed it. They asked me, do you have a blanket in your car? And I don't know what I'm doing out there besides like preparing to maybe be homeless myself. Um, but I, I don't know what I'm doing out there. And I think a big part of it is I'm discovering like what I'm supposed to be doing in my life and the direction I'm supposed to be going and headed toward and then whatever. But really, I think I need to be reminded as well that like how good it feels to sacrifice uh, like your time or your things for somebody else. And it's not the kind of sacrifice where, you know, only you lose and you're sacrificing yourself. It's a kind of sacrifice um, just giving Giving what you can to the people who need it. Which isn't much of a sacrifice at all, but it goes such a long way in how you feel, like in your heart. And I think in, in, in the, I guess, like, I guess karma. you'll get some points and it'll be really rewarding for you uh, and you can start it's so easy you can start right now and all you have to do is just grab a couple extra bucks next time at the ATM or however you get it just get a, carry a couple of extra $1 bills in the car next time you go downtown and when you see someone with a sign give it to them and then you, it's gonna be a f- so rewarding you're gonna feel great And you're going to be glad that you did it. And you're going to want to do it again. And you're going to want to let people in front of you on the freeway and slow down and just be a kinder person and more generous person. And kind of help the cohesiveness of the world, the function of the world. Yeah, I guess that's it. I guess that's it for this late night pupcast. I'm going to go out and be mindful listen to it. I hope it's not too boring <laughs> or, yeah, stupid. Um, but, yeah, just to bring it home. Charity, it's a good thing. So give a couple extra dollars when you can. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Good luck. Take care.
1: see how it works.